Time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. There is so much to break down this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. So are you done with COVID? (laughs) (laughs) What a world in which we live. You know, our colleague uh, Andre Picard has a good piece in the Global Mail today on this, but the slogan is circulating out there, done with COVID, done with COVID. I'm fed up with COVID. I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. You know what? You may be done with COVID, but it may not be done with you. And that's the world we inhabit. I, I, to me, it's an example of, I don't know, narcissism or self-obsessed time that people think if they just announce this, it means something. It doesn't change the odds that you'll get it. It may mean you're going to adopt more reckless behavior and end up with a bad case or in the hospital or in the ICU. Uh, or spread it to somebody else, but like done with COVID is a it's a stupid slogan to me. It's not the reality that we all face, which is this thing is still here, it's still spreading, and frankly, Simi, if the virus could hold press conferences, I'm sure it would endorse the slogan. <laughs> you know, though, Vaughn, I hear it from so many people. In fact, I've been hearing it. Like I remember during the heat dome that happened yeah. back in. End of June there, I remember going to, I stayed a night at a hotel because I was just so hot I couldn't take it anymore. And I was in the elevator and the lady in the, who's in the elevator with me was chatting with me and she actually said, oh, I'm so done with COVID. And so I remember that's the first time that I heard it, but that was like seven months ago. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, I mean, you can say it. We it, it, Do people really think if they just announce that, that it changes anything. It certainly doesn't change your risk. It may encourage you to do some reckless things that if you were being sensible, you wouldn't do. But we look at the unfolding of um, the pandemic, and it's still a pandemic, and the Omicron variant, which is more transmissible than ever, and some people are getting really serious cases. And Dr. Henry, I one of the most sobering things about her briefing on Friday was she said, uh, we're getting ready for what comes next and don't be under any illusions. Something else will come next. And she hopes it will be a milder version of the virus, but she doesn't know that and neither does anybody else. Yeah, hopes is, I think, the key word there. Uh, I guess we should also talk about what's going on in Fraser Health, because that continues to be an area of concern. Yeah, so today's briefing, I think this will be one of the, the main questions. We t- it, it, the, the briefing Friday touched on it. So this memo from Fraser Health got leaked to the news media indicating that uh, because of crowding in the hospitals, uh, the growing number of cases, of COVID cases, that the health authority was authorizing putting um, people with COVID, COVID cases in hospital rooms that are shared with people who are fully vaccinated, but who do not themselves have COVID. So vaccinated, yes, but They don't have COVID, and of course, there is a risk that you'll get it. So they said there'll be precautions and all sorts of things, and the disease management teams will be working on it. But when Dix and Dr. Henry were asked about this on Friday, they said, yes, this is one of the ways we're going to have to manage the system. Adrian Dix gave us a couple of stats that were the case Friday in Fraser Health, so 500 COVID-19 cases in Fraser Health in hospital and 2,500 healthcare workers off off work who are themselves sick. 
not all with COVID, but sick. So it really told us that Fraser Health is becoming the real crisis point at the moment in terms of managing the pandemic. Well, yesterday's numbers, and I hear Gordon McDonald reporting this on your news this morning, 24 deaths over the weekend, 18 of those were in Fraser Health, so 75% of them. So clearly, Fraser Health is a problem spot, and I think there'll be questions today again about why did it happen, why did we get to this point, and what are they doing about it? That is the big question there, right? Because that whole idea of doubling the people in the rooms, the hospital rooms, you just think think back to the beginning of the pandemic. This would have been unthinkable. Yeah, and, you know, I hear them, like... <laughs> Ultimately, what they say, what are we supposed to do with people? They have to go to the hospital, right? And people are going to the hospital for all other kind of reasons, and you've got limited space, you have to make the best of it. So they say there'll be barriers and all that, and there'll be precautions, and I'm sure there will be, and all that. But, you know, I'm hearing it, I'm sure you are too. People say, oh man, I hope I don't have to go into hospital. Uh, if that's what we're going to be looking at, is the person the next bed over or has got COVID-19, and even if I'm vaccinated, I know there's a risk. So it's a serious thing. Um, it, it's a reminder, you know, different health regions have been the focus of the pandemic at different times during the two years. That's true, yeah. Um, we know we had a long stretch with interior health and northern health. And, and interior health, you know, as we learned on Friday, they're actually shutting down healthcare facilities temporarily. So it's not like Fraser Health is the only area. Uh, uh, Island Health, the you know, that one that includes my hometown, Victoria, has had some real problems. Uh, the one thing that stands out with Fraser Health is that in, in the fall of 2020, when John Horgan in his wisdom called a provincial election in the middle of the pandemic, Fraser Health was the real trouble area. And I think when we get to postmortems on how the pandemic was managed, it will be noted that really no serious action was taken to contain the growth of the second wave in Fraser Health until after the election was over. And I think that's one area, one point in the last two years where the management of the pandemic fell down. All right. Well, there's other things for us to talk about with this as well. There's stories that kind of keep falling through the cracks. And one of them has to do with this question that we have about I thought we were supposed to have a vaccine mandate for medical professionals. Yeah, I did too. And I, I was reminded of it the other day, uh, hearing this story about some doctors in BC being involved in a kind of an anti-vax movement and spreading misinformation. And I thought, you know, what ever happened to the, to the fact that the colleges were supposed to have their own vaccination mandate? So doctors, dentists, other medical professions. Uh, on October the 5th of last year, Dr. Bonnie Henry said in announcing a mandate for frontline healthcare workers, unionized healthcare workers, she said they're also working with the colleges, doctors, dentists to have a vaccination mandate for medical professionals. And she said on October the 5th, it would be out in a few days. Well, here we are almost four months later, still no mandate. So I asked the health ministry last week what happened. And the answer I got back was, turned out to be a lot more complicated than they thought. 
it, it's still in negotiation. It's going to require some regulatory changes and setting up some kind of a system for doctors and dentists and others to register so that they can follow the vaccination mandate. Now, it's true, Simi, that medical professionals like unionized healthcare workers are well over 90% vaccinated. There isn't a huge number that aren't, but still, I think it raises a question of fairness because, you know, hospital workers, cleaners and janitors and orderlies and profusionists and all that, they've been faced since last, late last year, they go on unpaid leave if they're not vaccinated. Right. System still hasn't dealt with it with doctors and dentists and other medical professionals. I'm sure it is complicated, but still it it does raise a question of whether or not there's a double standard in the system uh, regarding regarding doctors and, you know, the people who are having to deal with the patients every day in as orderlies or cleaners or any other job in the healthcare system. I know. I have questions about that too. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Thanks, Simi.